Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. I mean, maybe maybe it's time that you found some concerts that are a little bit more age appropriate. For <laughs> Will you, you stop I mean, saying age saying, appropriate? You sound like I'm going out to do something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, I mean, in a way, okay. You're in your mid 30s. You don't have a child. This and is yet true. you're going to be going to this concert, possibly. Not that I know of. Uh, I might possibly be going not to this that you're concert. aware of. Yeah, let's make sure that's clear. There might be one running around somewhere. You that's never possible. Know. <laughs> that's possible. I'm just saying, you might seem kind of creepy at this show. <laughs> I'm not going to be creepy. I don't want you to be creepy. Because even though I don't have a child, I am mom age. Like, all my friends are having yeah, kids. But the key is you're not a mom. <laughs> that's where the creepy part comes in. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Wherever and however you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We so much greatly appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, don't forget, you can go to funemploymentradio.com. And yeah, just go to our right thing because we have it all set up for you. So it's just a direct link at funemploymentradio.com. Yes, yeah, so you go there and click on that banner. So there's a banner on the front page. You can click on that and vote for us in the Willamette Week Best of 200 uh, section where we are up for best podcast. So go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the banner right there, and give us a vote. I already know, it's uh, I already know it's free. what angle I'm going to go with if we don't win. I'll yep. be like, well, we don't want to be limited to just Portland podcast. I mean, we're well, more. You're not supposed to say that on the podcast. <laughs> that is not. That's not how that's supposed oh, to no. work. I want to win. I want to win. Trust me. But I'm saying, like, you'll you always have to learn how to spin it. Yeah, that's not. You or spin it behind the this? scenes. Oh. This is not something that we say on the show that you tell to everyone that spinning. You don't. You don't. It's not spinning. It's blurting when you do it this way. Spinning is something you do off microphone. It's like like behind the well, scenes. Well, I always feel like we're just talking to friends. I mean, if if, if someone's listening, they're a friend. So. That's fine. They can be on the. They can be in the. You're note. blurting. You're blurting too I'm much. I'm not blurting. And this is why it's going to be a problem for you're you. You're blurting that, at me right now. If you go to that, if you go to that concert, why, so, why would that so, be a problem? You're making it sound like I'm like <laughs> out of control and I can't control like my limbs when I'm out in public. In all fairness. What? You're more that's, spastic than I that's am. That's pretty fair. All right. Well, so let, let's get back to the beginning. Let's let's get back on track here. So to explain <laughs> what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, um, is this Sarah. Apparently, my, may have has a good a might good or chance, might not. A, a possibility, a good chance, a pretty decent chance of attending a Taylor Swift concert <laughs> in Seattle. So explain explain how this would go down, Sarah. Well, I'm not. Uh, I, I have a friend who works in the in the industry, uh, as they say, mm-hmm. industry. And uh, my friend Jessica, of course, we talk about her all the time. Uh, she has a young daughter who is uh, who got to meet little Bub a couple weeks ago. So it's already like shaping up to be her best year ever. Mm-hmm. Now uh, turns out that uh, we might be able to get tickets to go see Taylor Swift in Seattle. And by we, meaning this is a mother and her daughter, and then you, right? Just to explain to go, that. Just to I explain. Am her, one of, I am one of her daughter's favorite people. She thinks, do you know how awesome it is to have like a little kid think that you're cool? <laughs> she thinks I'm like the coolest thing ever. Everything I do, like Jessica was even saying, like um, like she was suggesting to her daughter to watch something, and she's like, oh, Sarah told me that she didn't like that, so I, I'm not interested in seeing it. <laughs> oh my God. I know. It's This so girl's being awesome. shaped by you? Yes, I'm. 
I'm molding like, small minds. Oh, that is terrifying. Mm-hmm. That's a terrifying prospect. No, she's already picking and choosing what she likes based on my opinions on them. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Have you introduced her to Jem yet? Um, I have not. I totally should, though. I think that she'd really like it. Wow, this but is kind of anyway, scary. anyway, that being said, you know, so Jessica's one of my best friends. So we can just... <laughs> it's so being noted in the chat by being kooky Aunt Sarah. You mm-hmm. are the kooky one. I'm not kooky. You're kooky front desk lady and then kooky aunt on the side. Stop it. You just stop it. (laughs) No, so uh, it turns out our our friend who works, our friend who works uh, in the music industry might be able to hook us up with some tickets and I might be attending a Taylor Swift concert, which I'm not going to lie. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? I'm not a fan. Like, I don't own any of her music, but Uh I'm a. I think she's extremely talented. Yeah. I totally do. And I like, and her songs are catchy as hell. Mm -hmm. Like Blank Space. Come on. You listen to that shit. You can't not sing along. It's a good song. It's a great song. song. I can't, I can't lie. I can't lie. So many good songs. But, but the thing is the, the demographic that's attending a Taylor Swift concert, I feel like you're gonna, I I feel like it's going to be a lot of stand out. It's like I'm going to some like Disney girl like thing. She's kind of a Disney girl. She's not. She's no. She's kind of like a sassy slut now, isn't she? Well, no, but she's masked masked as a Disney girl. Mm. No, because she talks about all of her um, all of her trysts. Yeah, many... I don't know. I feel like she still has that Disney shine kind of. I don't even know if she was ever a Disney. She was girl, not but, a Disney girl. Well, but she was kind of like that. I, I either way though, what I'm saying is, I feel like the target audience. Are you you're just gonna jealous kinda... because I'm going to go and you don't get to see like Taylor Swift and all of her costume changes? No, I I really don't think. I think Taylor Swift is pretty to look at, but I don't really care to go to the show. That would be like my worst nightmare. I'm picturing it kind of like so it'll be basically a bunch of screaming, very loud, shrill, piercing. Um, like teen girls, definitely earplug worthy. That's, I mean, that that right there would ruin it for me. That that's like nails on chalkboard. It just would hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. There's no way I could enjoy that show. Sure, but I. But the, the thing is, though, it's going to be a lot of that, and then like their moms. Well, when you were saying age appropriate, you, like I don't know what you mean because I see uh, bands from mm-hmm. all age. I guess the last concert I went to was to see. You know, real big fish and less than Jake. Is that like more my <laughs> um, okay? Yeah, my suppose... age range because those guys are probably like a good like ten years older than me. Well, I'd that's say. that's not the point. The point is the kind of music. So I guess I Wait, guess so that's I'm not kind allowed of allowed to listen to anything like, that wasn't out in well, 1995. Sarah, I'm just trying to uh, I'm just trying to help you um, you know transition into this older period in your life. You know where you are becoming. Oh, you know, this don't you dare! <laughs> yeah. You will always be older than me, Greg. No, Mugler. that's true. That's true. I'm not I'm not disputing I'm not going to bring it up now because you're this already is why having I'm a bad day. You. But somebody has a birthday coming up soon. They do. Well, I've got something to talk about with that birthday here in okay. just a second. I okay. will actually bring that up. Um, so what what I'm saying is though, you know, as you're as you're transitioning, as life. I'm maturing, as you're maturing, yes. See, it's a good thing. You're ma- you're maturing. You need to find some more. I think more mature music. Like what is mature like music? Some some soft rock or like. Some, well, I do love soft rock. Some Brian Adams. But there isn't music. any that would be more of the kind of music out these days. It's all like '90s soft like, rock that I'm I, still a fan I mean, of. I can't think of another word for it. Mom rock. You need to maybe you need to start no, transitioning into that no, kind of thing. Mom rock isn't what I think. What is mom rock? Uh, mom rock would be. Um, it was suggested in the chat about Michael Bublé might be something like that. Who's that? You could get into that. You know who Michael Bublé I mean, is. But what song does he sing? Uh, I just haven't met you yet. Oh, I can't do that. It's too snappy. Uh, no, it's too like. Bleh, 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 bleh. No, I can't do it. Well, I think it. I think it's time that you. No, I need that. a good like maybe Richard even... Marks. I need a good. Uh, um, Stevie, Stevie B, or what was his name? What? I can't remember what was his name. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I just need some good. I like my good 90s soft rock. Does soft rock exist now? I'm sure there's some kind of a form of it out there. Is there? Yeah, but that's where you need. I think that's maybe where you need to start transitioning into. You know, you're you're getting older. You're getting more uh, mature and sophisticated. Oh, I am going to throw and things I think, at you. I think uh, this... Birthday Bean in the chat says that it sounds like you want to put me out to pasture soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, there you they reach a time when uh, can't all be the real big fish and the Taylor Swifts anymore. I mean, it's got to be. What do I transition to? Well, All right, so if you're saying age appropriate, uh-huh. what I don't, I don't even know what that means. I think you need to go to more concerts at casinos. I do go to concerts at casinos. Well, okay, then see, you've already got kind of part of it. And going I've there. seen a lot of the greats. I mean, I've been able mm-hmm. to see like Simon and Garfunkel, David Bowie. Okay, but uh, that's that doesn't count. Those are those are universal older. ones. Yeah, but that's universal. All right, so wait, there's universal, and then you're ageist well, against other ones. Okay, Simon and Garfunkel. That's that's that different. Mm-hmm. That's different. That's like a universal thing. Is Neil Diamond universal? Neil Diamond's pretty universal too. Okay, it, it really is. Although, yeah, yeah, I would say so. I would say Neil Diamond, at least now, is, is universal. Uh, he's there, still... w- there are artists, it doesn't matter what age or what, what kind of whatever you're into, it's okay to go to a Neil Diamond concert, and that's, you're not going to You'd not be surprised at how much I still get made fun of for liking Neil Diamond. I think anymore, though, now Neil Diamond. Well, maybe he's kind of on the downslide, but he had a huge He peak. is not on the downslide. Neil Diamond is never on the downslide. Uh, yeah... For as long as karaoke exists, there will always be some drunk 20-something-year-old singing Sweet Caroline. Well, true. true. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. And therefore, he will always exist. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry to besmirch your god, Neil Diamond. I did not mean to do that. That's that was my right. bad. Um, all hail, Neil. So, <laughs> so that, yeah. See, but those are, those are artists the that, brightest are, that are universal. Taylor Swift. Like, if I – okay, push, picture it this way. Say I went to the Taylor Swift concert yeah, just by creepy. myself. That'd be creepy. That would be creepy. Yeah. That would be weird. I'm not going by myself. I'm going something with my I friend do. and her daughter. <sighs> That's where I think that I get a pass for it. Okay. I'm going with this, we're, we're accompanying a small child. Okay, but it's still switch it out. So it's me going with my friend and her daughter. And, and it's not like a friend like that. You know, it's just a friend. I'm just the guy that's coming along. No, because you'd seem super lecherous. Like you're just there to see the costume changes and the... Totally. Yeah. Yes. I'm not see, there. I would see creepy. I'm just there to sing along to the songs without being judged, which I don't know very many of the songs, but I know like the hits. That's all I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Maybe it'll work out for you. Maybe that'll be good. No, I just really want you to tell me like what age appropriate is. That's all I'm trying to figure out. Try, I have no clue. Trying to figure out what the age appropriate music is for a 30-something. I'm, I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm trying to come up with something... Um, cause I, obviously I'm not a, uh, 30 something, uh, woman, you know, at your stage in life, um, you know, maturing. No, you're a almost 40 year old man. <laughs> um, boy, you know, I don't know. I don't know off the top All of right, your head. John Mayer. You John been... Mayer. Yeah, John Mayer would Speaking work. Of Taylor Swift, uh, um, some Dave Matthews Band. What is this? No, it's just like old, like curly-haired, brown-haired guys. Yeah, no, yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah, I think that would be that would be good. Um, like if uh, Meredith Brooks was doing a show, that'd be something probably more appropriate. You're like from a time capsule. Like, what is happening here? No, I know that there are things there. There is new music. I just mm-hmm. don't. I don't really like it. Well, I'm sorry. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna have to change it up. But well, speaking of time capsule, though, and you did bring up that I do have a birthday coming up. I don't like to talk about my birthday often, but I do have something. Seems that, like you brought it up quite a bit for not wanting. To well, talk about that's it. because there's a, a specific reason. See, unlike 
unlike you, I know you like to ask for and receive a lot of presents. I don't ask for them. I just let people know if they want to purchase me a present. Then, right. You know, that's there's a time that they can. Right. Okay. Well, there's there is a time and place for that for for me too. Although I see, I feel weird even asking about it. However, there is something that's going on that I feel uh, would be appropriate if someone wanted to start like a you know maybe not one single person but maybe multiple people could pick that pick this up for me. And it's this, Sarah. Let me ask you. When I say the word kit, K I T T, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's the um, the car from uh, Knight Rider, isn't it? Shit, you did know that. Yeah, did right. I, I got it right. You did know that. That's. Uh, I expected that to go a little longer because I didn't think you would know. That's uh, David Hassel the Hoff, isn't it? Yeah, David Hassel. Yeah, Knight yeah. Rider. Yeah. Wow. Did you watch Knight Rider? No. No, but I just know. How it do from, you know like, what it is? Then? Just from like pop culture references and from working with men for so long, I've heard so many references. To uh, kit, anybody, like, I want a tucking car. I want a kit. Anybody around my age, uh, yeah, would would absolutely know mm-hmm. Knight Rider. It was it was what everybody wanted. Because the thing is, kit. What, I don't know what kit stands for though. What does it stand for? <sighs> you know, oh, I don't I was remember either. Put you on the spot. I don't remember either. I used to know what it stood for. Um, I can't remember. Oh, what does Greg. kit stand for? Shoot. Well, wait a th- Night Industries 2000. Night Industries 2000. I knew it was Night Industries something, but I couldn't remember. Sure, what. that's why you said it. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I said it after I looked it up. Uh-huh. All right, so <laughs> Night Industry Industries 2000. Kit, anyway, it's his Trans Am. If you've never seen Night Rider, it's, it's a Trans Am. It's black. It's amazing. And it's got re- like a really cool steering wheel. And on top of that, there's a voice that talks to you and tells you, uh, it, like the car has a personality. So the way it was set up is like the car was a was a living car almost. So it was like an Android car. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, it had this really cool red light that would uh, swish back and forth on the front that served absolutely no purpose, but it just looked cool. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's it's like it's the coolest car ever. It's one of the coolest cars of all time. And the thing is, the actual one is for sale. What do you mean the actual one? Like it, the, the like kit. Kit is for sale. <laughs> And I remember is it when an I, actual Trans Am, like, does it yeah, drive and everything? Yeah, no, it's an actual Trans Am. It, it doesn't really have the voice in it, but it does have the red swishy light in the front, and it's got all the fake buttons in it, and it's got the steering wheel in it, all of that, and it's actually for sale. The original guy who made it is selling it, and you can buy this. I remember when I was a kid, I was, I think I was eight, when we went to Disneyland at Universal Studios, and you got to sit in Kit and take a picture somewhere. Oh, so you've a, already sat in Kit. Somewhere there's a picture of me sitting in Kit. Is it the real one? Is it like the Dukes of Hazard car? Where like every- I think there were a couple different ones. I yeah. was going to say, yeah, yeah, but uh, it's it's not a replica. So the guy said it's an actual one that was used on in the series. Like it was actually driven in that. That's that's one of the actual cars, and uh, and now that he has it, so this guy, this is the guy who originally made it. It's up for sale. All right. Well. Why? Okay. Well, why is he selling it if it's you know so important? I don't know. I'm not sure why why it is that he's selling it. I don't really care about that. But he is putting it up for auction. So it's. Um, I'm just going to say you know it's it's starting off at a hundred grand, and maybe if uh, can you buy it for a hundred grand? So what this is no, what you're probably, asking for just a, just a small. It'll probably a end tiny up around token of affection for your birthday. The expected price to land is around three hundred thousand dollars. That's oh what they're saying God. there. But I'm just saying. How great a present would that be? I would be forever uh, in gratitude to anybody, to anybody who did end up uh, picking that up for me. Hmm. That'd be great. 
I mean, you ask for all kinds of presents. I'm just asking for one. I don't ask for presents. I just let people know, like, if they want something. I'm, you're sitting here, like, asking for someone to spend $300,000 on you. No, it can be multiple people. Multiple okay. People they can, can all go in on it yeah. together. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. That's, that's really totally giving fine. of you. I'm just saying, how badass would I look driving around in a Trans Am? That was like. Well, I would think cars like that would already exist at this point in time. Well, Trans Ams, <laughs> Trans Ams exist, but I well, mean. Well, not Trans Ams, but I mean, like, talking cars. I mean, are, well, that's are what we Siri there? pretty much is. Yeah. 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 I mean, that does exist, but it's not as cool as Kit. It's Kit. That's that's what it's – that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like when it, uh, Trans Am was my dream car when I was a kid because uh, – not only because of Knight Rider, but uh, my buddy's dad had one. I think he was going through like a midlife crisis oh, sure. when I was like 11 or 12. So he would drive around in this. He had just gotten a divorce. But he drove his son around in this tri- black Trans Am, and it was awesome. It was the coolest thing. And he'd drive and pick him up from karate class and be like, that Trans Am's amazing. Would you it's, get to ride in the Trans Am? Uh, once or twice, I got to. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. When you pick them up from karate class, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Keelan in the chat says, "Think how awesome I would look driving around in the Trans Am." Said every white guy in the eighties. That's, <laughs> that's entirely true. I cannot deny that. I can't say that's not true. Uh, a, a Trans Am or a Firebird. And this white guy in here right or now, or T Rock, he'd still be cool in it. Yeah, but I I want one, man. How badass would I be in that? So it is actually legitimately for sale. Yeah, it's, it's legitimately is. He's putting it up okay. for auction. Oh, yeah. So this is the only thing that you want for your birthday. That's all I want. Yeah, so your birthday is in like three weeks. Yeah, it is coming up soon. Are you going to do anything special for the big four zero? I'm not turning 40 years old. Oh, I thought it was this year. You're a mature, older woman. I'm sure it's easy easy to forget things it sometimes. It must just be in my, in my age. In your age, I think you're having balance. a, yeah, I think you're forgetting some things. Yeah, I might just be uh, you know, going through the change. Well, it's That's quite possible. You are hot a lot in <laughs> yes. here. That's because it's very hot in here. It isn't today, though. Today's perfect. Uh-huh. I like it today. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, should we do a little, uh, little world of crazy? Nah. Because this show isn't okay. crazy enough. <laughs> you're crazy. Your crazy is palpable over there right now. I can feel it. It's like vibrating through the air. Yeah. And your hair is super curly. If anyone's keeping track, uh, Greg has already thrown his hat and his overshirt. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. That's one of the things it's I do when, I, when I start getting days. stressed out. Behind the scenes, I'm quite stressed out. Uh, so one of the things I do is I, I start taking my clothes off. He disrobes with stress. If no, we're, if there were no one in here, if you weren't in here, um, I'd probably take my shirt off. What? Yeah. Ew, do you sit in here with your shirt off? No, no, I don't. Have you before? No. Not in the studio side. Wait. No, I'm not saying I'm taking my pants off or doing anything wrong. I'm just like, oh, okay. I feel less constricted. It's like the like the clothes are pulling Wow, that me. is a huge amount of stress if you're saying the only thing keeping you from taking <laughs> your shirt off is me sitting in here right now. <laughs> That's pretty extreme. Well, you know, it's just That's I'm a lot more a relaxed. I'm a lot more relaxed. When you're the- naked? Not when I'm naked. No, I'm a, I don't want to be completely naked. That's that's not. Then it goes in the opposite direction of the stress. But there's a balance in there. So you just sit, sit in here sometimes shirtless. I don't. I no. I don't sit in here shirtless. Be honest. I sat in the green room. You sit in the green room shirtless. <laughs> sit on the on the couch. Ew! You touch your skin to the what? couch. What? You're acting like I'm like gross or I'm like a one of the. Rock people from Game of Thrones or something like it. No, I'm not. I'm fine. Please keep your clothes on in the studio. I, I keep my clothes on in the studio. It's in the green room. So. Oh my god! In both of our rooms that we pay rent in, just keep your keep your clothes on. I keep my clothes on. It's just I took my shirt off once. Oh. It's hot. 
I took my shirt off once. If you're admitting to it once. It was hot. That's like somebody who cheated on something. Like, oh, I just kissed her once. It's like, oh, no, you stripped her. Like, <laughs> what have you done in the screen room, Greg? I'm not. I'm not naked in the All green right, room. Just keep your shirt on. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, our friend Strandon in Bakersfield says, hmm, so Greg uses the studio naked, and he wonders why people don't want to use his microphone. I don't use the studio <laughs> naked. I'm not naked in here. Keelan's saying, no wonder there's always back hair on the main chair in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, I'm not, I, I, I don't have back hair either. Um, I have seen Greg swimming. It's true. He does not have back hair. He has like Burt Reynolds like chest hair stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, I got, I got the, I got got, the Tom got a, Selleck. You've got a thatch. You've See, got I was thatches. made to be a star in the 80s. That's really, I mean. You were just a little too late. A little too late. Like I love the Trans Ams, <laughs> the, the chest hair. You know, I, man, I could have been a huge. My, Trans Ams and chest hair. I, the Greg I, mo- I just realized story. I modeled my entire <laughs> life off of Tom Selleck and. David Hasselhoff. Trans Ams and chest hair. That's all right. They're the epitome of cool. I modeled my entire fashion choices off of the movie Singles and the cartoon Gem, so that's okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Eric Stone. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, uh, 10 women, 10 Florida women, have been arrested last weekend during an undercover operation at Rachel's Men's Club in Kesselberry, Florida. So undercover sheriff's deputies posed as customers at the strip club and received so this is what happened so in florida they have stricter uh strip club rules everybody has strip uh stricter strip club rules than portland basically yeah portland it's pretty portland, fair game it's fair game you for can't touch them but they can touch you they can touch you they're uh unclothed like the, you don't have to wear bottoms there yeah. are lots of strip clubs that do a lot more than strip well but that's any strip club but i'm talking about the legal side of it yeah the legal legally they can do yeah, it's, it's pretty fair game. It's pretty fair game, whatever they want. Uh, in Florida, however, that's not the case. So uh, what these guys decided to do, these ten, these cops, uh, undercover, posed as customers at the strip club and received lap dances from nine women. Here they are ruining everybody else's good yeah. time. How many of them went in there? Nine cops. Nine cops. <laughs> like everyone's volunteering. Who wants to go and break up Rachel's men's <laughs> club? Let me in. Let me in. Um, I'll do it. I'll do it for the, for the sake oh, of the in. county. Yeah. Yeah. Good of the people. For the good of the people, got to protect them against these harlots. <laughs> so they all went in and got lap dances. So all the deputies. Nine cops for a strip club. Nine cops for a strip club. Uh, so the deputies say that during each of the dances, each one of them felt a part of the woman's body touch them, oh, which violates a county order, according to their arrest reports. Are you kidding me? Wow. So some cop is sitting there. <laughs> you touched me. You touched me. You touched me. I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell. Wow. Which is exactly what they did. I hope they're proud of their work for that one. Yeah, dicks. All right, so Seminole County has a, a straddle dance ordinance against making physical contact with any customer. You know what I'm thinking? I don't think it was the woman getting closer to them. I think it was one of their little buddies getting closer to the woman. Uh, I'm totally her. not attracted to this I don't right have now. a boner. I don't have a boner. Uh, one of the nine women is also facing a solicitation charge after telling a deputy that she would, quote, party with him for $350 an hour. And uh, when the deputy asked what that price included, she said, whatever you want. Which maybe she Still, meant like soda pop and pizza. Yeah, I mean, it's not really. Yeah, she's not really saying like, hey, I'm going to bone down with you. Unless she's she saying, specifically said that. I mean. It seems like somebody got dumped by a stripper and they like made it their life's it mission really, to shut down this place. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, this sounds very personal. Because why would you need nine? I mean, 
Okay, it's a strip club, and somebody uh, a stripper's leg bumped a guy. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah touch me. Uh, Send in the National Guard. Uh. All right. These are really, like, the semantics of this are really stupid. So uh, part of a woman's body touched them. A woman said she would party with them for $350 an hour. And another woman is facing a solicitation of alcohol charge after she allegedly allowed a deputy to buy her and another employee alcohol. That's what they always do. Yeah. The girls always ask you to buy a drink. Yeah, and the deputy bought them for her, but now they're being so, faced with solicitation of alcohol solicita- charges. Whoa, that's an actual charge? Hmm. Solicitation of alcohol? Uh, in Florida, it looks like it is. I mean, that's how is that different at a bar or anywhere where... Maybe you can't Somebody's drink like, hey, while buy you're me a drink. in Florida. Buy me a drink or something. Mm-hmm. So well, that would like, be like solicitation. Well, of alcohol. everything has you know every. So anytime has you try to get somebody rules. to buy a sh- buy you a shot, you're in violation. You're no, but what I'm alcohol. no, but what this is is maybe they have a uh, a rule against strippers being able to drink when they dance. Just like here in Oregon, like and not in all states, but like in Oregon, if you're a bartender, you cannot drink. Yeah. But like in other states, you can go there and buy the bartender a shot. You know. Yeah. New York so maybe you could do that. Yeah, so maybe it's different. Uh, anyway, huh. so all nine women well, were taken that's, to that's county jail. To go to jail for that, though? Yeah. No, that's a vendetta. This a, is somebody, yeah. That's it's a vendetta. That's a vendetta. Somebody thought uh, Starla was in love with him mm. and then found out, oh, wait, she's a stripper. She's just she's... using me for my money. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was she doing? She yeah. told me she loved me. Yeah. <laughs> we even brushed legs once, and I knew that she I'm shutting me. it down. <laughs> shutting it down. All right. Uh, well, speaking of vendettas, another Florida story. This is a different one. This is kind of terrifying. I've thought of this before. Um, and this is something that actually happened. It happened a few years ago, but the um, but the ruling has just come out. So authorities say that a hitman who was hired to assassinate a man by the name of Daniel Ott has finally been charged with the crime after he assassinated the wrong Daniel Ott eight years ago. And the police have been investigating this for eight years, trying to figure out why this really wholesome, quiet guy was assassinated when it turns out that somebody else shared his same name. Wow. And so they got the wrong one. I've always worried about that. I mean, what, not you always. worried that there's somebody out with a, with a hit on you? Well, I mean, if you think a about it. A hit on another Sarah Dillon? Well, let me. I was watching a little bodyguard. Um, oh, little, the bodyguard. Uh, this is going to be a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen. Um, what 1989's Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner super film? Uh, I believe the it was more like a 94, Sarah. No, it was no, earlier was it? than that. I'm gonna go 92. I would say 90-91. Anyway, this is gonna be a spoiler for the Bodyguard. So if you haven't seen the Bodyguard and really want to see it, 92. Bam, nailed it. Oh, you're so cool. All right, uh, so Thanks. this is gonna be a spoiler. So it's totally like the thing where uh, Rachel who is, you know, the superstar played by Whitney Houston, when her sister hires the assassin to murder her because she's jealous of her. So that's how fucked up is that her sister hires an assassin to kill her. Yeah, that's messed up. It is kind of messed up. But anyway, it's one of those things where the assassin's hired and they're like, all right, this is the name of the person. You keep going till you're done. Here's, you know, $10,000. You know, don't stop. So, I mean, what if someone... It's only ten grand. Yeah, but it was 1992. Okay. Yeah. So... You know, what if someone has like a, like, for example, what if there are two Greg Nibblers and someone's like, hey, here's $50,000. You keep going until you murder Greg Nibbler. Oh. Yeah, but it's not, but it wasn't you. It's a different Greg Nibbler. Well, there's not very many Greg Nibblers, I'll say that. There's only but maybe two or three. But that makes it even scarier. There's only maybe two or three that I've ever been able and to if you're the one, if you're the closest Greg Nibbler in the vicinity, don't you think they're going to think that it's you? What well, that's some, not, well, I would be the easiest one to find. Yeah, you would. 
So, I mean, just think of some, one of you need to keep track of the other Greg Nibblers around you to make sure they're keeping their noses clean. Well, I don't know where there's like one in California, and I think there might be one in Michigan, I don't, but it might be the same guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, crap. <laughs> I don't know what he's up to. I can't keep track of him. Well, anyway, yeah, he could be up to no good, and maybe someone has a hired hit out on him. Well, I don't know. All right, but anyway, so but this, then again, uh, maybe somebody put it on me, and they find him one instead. All right, so could this, work out in my favor. <laughs> so this guy back in 2006 was killed. His name he was 31 years old. His name was Daniel Ott. He was murdered with a shotgun in what was a paid act of vengeance for another Daniel Ott's willingness to testify against the operator of a chop shop operation. How but do shooter, you mess that up? Who is this hitman? But the shooter killed the wrong Daniel Ott. So nine years later, uh, three men were indicted this past week. So they were indicted yesterday, finally, nine years later. Um, so they were indicted on charges of aggravated murder, kidnapping, and conspiracy to commit aggravated murder. Um, they were arrested on June 1st, and they've been there since then. So detectives initially, this is one of those fascinating stories. I mean, it's sad, but fascinating, because they were baffled by the slaying because they followed the usual playbook. They were looking at Daniel Ott's activities and the people who knew him. They got absolutely nowhere. This guy was an upstanding citizen. He worked at a greenhouse and lived an unassuming, quiet life with his girlfriend in a small Jeez, town. how awful. How, isn't that terrible? So it took six months of investigating this guy uh, before detectives learned there was another Daniel Ott, a seedier Daniel Ott, a man they suspected was the hitman's real target. It took them eight years to finally solve the case, but solve it they did. Eight years seems like a long time to come up with that yeah. theory, but well, it took uh, just Google things. Well, <laughs> well, they have to be able to you know trap them. I mean, come on, Greg, we've seen True Detective. Uh, it took wiretaps, uh, the helps of state state investigators, and all sorts of people. Uh, it took the, the case so long to solve because promising leads went nowhere. Uh, thanks to the guy who was the head of the organization, his terrifying reputation. So they would get interviews with people. Uh, this guy's name was uh, Joe Rosebrook, and they he get, was the hitman. Uh, yeah, and okay. so they get like testimonies from him, and then they'd be scared off, so they wouldn't do it. Wow. So anyway, these guys are in jail. So there you go. And uh, the real, let's see. No, there's another. Okay, so the other Daniel Ott, the one that was supposed to be murdered, is now in the witness protection program, living somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just found that interesting. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. That's my story. I can never tell when you're looking up like you're going to say something. What are you doing? Are you in there? What is, what's going on over there? Greg is really freaking me out. He's just staring. Okay. All right. Uh, at a St. John's... St. Johnsbury, Vermont... Hey, this is uh, a tip for you in the next time that you don't want to do jury duty, which, of course, you should want to do because it is your civic duty. Mm-hmm. A Vermont man has escaped jury duty by getting dismissed for wearing to court a prisoner's costume. Yes, this guy's name is James Lowe, said he was released from jury duty when he showed up to court wearing a black and white striped jumpsuit with a matching beanie (laughs) when he was trying to go in uh, to see if he was going to be picked for jury duty. So uh, Lowe showed up on time and joined the other prospective jurors before they started the selection process. Deputies directed him to an empty courtroom to meet with the judge, who immediately told him to leave. Now, you got to be careful when you do this kind of stuff, because Lowe said the judge told him he could have been found in contempt of court. What, for the the outfit? For wearing... Yeah, for wearing uh, an outfit, for wearing a costume like that, which huh. could have meant, uh, meant a fine or jail time. Uh, but however, uh, when it says with the juror instructions, Lowe says the juror in- instructions don't uh, restrict clothing. But he said that he is happy that he was able to get out of it because of uh, his work schedule and family obligations. Huh. That is uh, 
Yeah, that, that's a bold move. I wouldn't know if... I didn't know that you could get contempt of court for that, though. For being disruptive, I think? Yeah, but if you're not, like, shouting or yelling, what if, what if it's just an outfit? Mm. I mean, outfits can be disruptive. I guess the judge can kind of say contempt for anything. That's true, if they deem it to be contempt. All right. Yeah. Uh, this story made me kind of laugh, but this is out of China. Police in China uh, have released now a CCTV video of a drunken man who decided to pose as a police officer in an attempt to get into uh, into a prison to secure the release of his friend who he thought was arrested for illegal gambling. A drunk guy decided to pose as a police officer and go into a police station trying to say that he needed to transfer an inmate to another facility. I've got to send him to the other jail, please. Well, investigators said the man came into the police station uh, on June 1st, uh, shortly after 21 people were arrested in an illegal gambling sting. And that's when the man claimed to be, he slurred and claimed to be a police officer. Uh, Officials said the man, who smelled strongly of alcohol, told officers he was looking for one of the suspects arrested in the sting to transport him to another facility. However, police were suspicious of the man's story and he reeked of booze and eventually he did admit that he was posing as a police officer in in an attempt to have his friend released from custody. Uh, The man who said he learned police procedures when he had uh, previously worked as a police assistant admitted his deception in court and was jailed for five days. Turns out Five days? That's it? That's it. And it turns Wait, out the so- friend that he was trying to save from jail wasn't even arrested in the gambling sting. <laughs> <laughs> Only five days for impersonating a police officer yeah. and trying to take a prisoner out of jail. It's different over five there. Five days. Wow. China's like the wild, wild west. I guess so. Yeah. I just have a whole, I just random smattering no, of stories good. today. Okay, now this one goes to, I'm just going to assume, oh, Ontario. This is Canada. 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 Uh, and it has to do with a woman and Del Taco. <laughs> a woman was able to escape. Fill in the blank. <laughs> That's Mad Libs with <laughs> Canada, a woman, and Del Taco. <laughs> a woman managed to escape after she uh, pepper sprayed a Del Taco restaurant manager and other customers over a dispute about a burrito. Now, witnesses and employees alike were shocked. At the turn of events. Okay. Shocked, I tell you. All right. Uh, the incident took place this uh, last Monday afternoon. Witnesses say the woman was standing in line when she got ready to pay for her burrito. And she was cursing and acting aggressively when she complained to staff about her order. She then allegedly picked up a bowl full of business cards. Oh, yeah, because you can put in your business card oh, for yeah, like a win, free lunch. Yeah, win a taco or something. Yeah, you can win like a free taco or like I don't know, something for your workplace or whatever. Which we should totally do that. Oh, yeah. Except we should say we have like 20 employees and then we could each get 10 burritos. Oh, yeah. If we won? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other staff uh, comes in they whatever come, time they get here. will be Yeah, now. they'll be in uh, another leave. half hour. Yeah, they'll be another but half hour. Just leave the burritos so. here. They'll be back. Mm, we'll uh, just wrap them in lots of foil. I assure you. They'll all get a burrito. freeze, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she then allegedly picked up the bowl full of business cards and threw them at workers before she angrily headed out into the parking lot. Now, the manager did not like this and followed the woman outside to write down the woman's license plate. Oh, see, there's, there's the mistake. That's, if that's all you got away with with that crazy, you let her, let it go. Let the crazy go. Let the crazy go. It's going to be a pain in the ass. You're mm. going to be mad. Let it go. Well, uh, she followed the crazy outside to write down the license plate. That's when witnesses say the woman began pepper spraying the manager. Uh, then the woman, the manager tried to run back inside. The woman then chased the manager inside Uh-oh. and started spraying all other employees and also customers. Uh, one of the customers named Rose Keith. Just uh, other random customers? Just that pepper sucks. spraying the shit out of people. 
I know. They're just like, wow, I'm already sitting at Taco Del Mar for lunch. Like, can't you just leave me alone? Yeah. Let me just eat my shame burrito in peace, please. Right. Why do you have to go ruin everybody's good time? Uh, So customer Rose Keith said that she was uh, sitting there and she said, "Uh, I just happened to look at her and she sprayed me and an employee next to me in the face. I didn't know what to think. I've never been pepper sprayed in my face. It was awful. About eight patrons and six employees were uh, inside at the time. I don't believe I've ever seen six employees inside of a Del Taco. No. Um, I couldn't believe it. It was surreal. All because of a burrito, said an employee. Now, none of the victims had to be taken to the hospital and some were treated by firefighters in the parking lot. Uh, witnesses say the attack happened so fast that they only have a vague description of the woman. So this lady got away with this? She got away with it. The only description they have of the pepper spraying burrito woman is that she was wearing medical scrubs. Okay, so well, I think you could narrow nurse. it down. I think you could. Well, nurses are crazy. Well, clearly. I mean, one of my best friends is a nurse, and she's, she's totally nuts. Oh, yeah. No, I'm... I'm... Oh, actually, a couple of my good friends are, are nurses. Yeah. And they're both crazy. Yeah. In the best way possible. Yeah, but they're crazy. Yeah. They're fun. For the most part. But just don't get on a nurse's Don't get on the bad side. side. Do not get on the bad side of a nurse. Mm. That is a bad idea. I know we have a lot of nurses that listen to the show. I you once... know what we're talking about. Yeah. You I... know, people on your bad side, how do they feel? Probably not very good. I once, nobody I know, but I once heard a nurse tell somebody, she's like, do you know how easy it would be for me to get you committed? <laughs> wow. Yeah, see, that's yeah. always that want to be. Best, that was the best thing I've ever, I was just like, holy shit. Like, she was talking to someone else, and she's like, I know two doctors that would sign off on it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Nurses are terrifying. I know, it's terrifying. And just matter of fact, like. Nurses to hospitals are like the engineers to radio stations because the engineers were the ones who had the power like when we worked in Greg, radio. That radio, is the that would, best comparison. They could shut everything down in a minute. They, like, can. they could. They may not be the face of the station. But you respect station. the shit out of them. They run the station. They do. They're in control of everything. Nurses are in control of everything in a mm-hmm. hospital. No, I absolutely agree. They work their asses off. We love you, nurses. Yeah, it sound, really sounds like we're sucking up to all the nurses right mm-hmm. now, which we are. You're it fantastic. And terrifying. Please don't pepper spray me. All right. And finally... Please don't have me committed. <laughs> All right. So there's this uh, there's this story coming out out of uh, is this Australia. Shit, where is it from? Yep, Australia. A Canberra Australia couple has decided that they're going to fight back against gay marriage by announcing their intention to divorce each other if gay people are allowed to get married too. <laughs> Well, they're very... defeating the purpose. I don't think they really understand what how payback. That works. also sounds like a couple who really doesn't like each other, and they want to find a reason to get divorced. Because you know it's going to get legalized in Australia. I'm sure it will. Oh yeah. So they're like, ah, uh, well, if that happens, we're getting divorced. Yeah, well, yeah, we... we'll get divorced. They want to get divorced really badly. <laughs> they're just looking but for an excuse. But this will just give them an excuse. Yeah. I don't know because they claim to be passionately in love. Let me tell you a little bit I'm about sure. them. I'm sure. Yeah. They so, be. this loving lover couple names, uh, their names are Nick and, and I love how that's a threat to everyone else, too. Oh, oh don't. Oh, we're going to divorce. Don't get divorced. We're going to divorce. <laughs> All right. No so, this couple's names, uh, let's see, it's Nick and Sarah Jensen. Now, Nick, who posted with his wife Sarah on the cover of the latest issue of Canberra City News, uh, which is, you know, the top publication in Canberra, Australia. Uh, writes that the couple, uh, the Christian couple's decision, uh, he writes of that under the headline, gay law change may force us to divorce. <laughs> like, okay. Nick Jensen. Uh, <laughs> Who, do they really think everybody gives a shit about their marriage? Apparently they do. They do. He writes a whole thing about it and this is what he says. So Nick Jensen goes on to say, 
My wife and I just celebrated our 10-year anniversary, but later this year, we may be getting a divorce. The decision to divorce is not one we've taken lightly, and certainly it's not one many will really understand, and that's because it's not a traditional divorce. This makes no sense. Wait, what? Mr. Jensen goes on to explain the divorce plan, where the pair will continue to live together, have kids, and refer to each other as husband and wife, but will legally end their marriage because they believe marriage is not a human invention. What? They're not going to so be... So confused by... It's not confusing. They're idiots. Yeah, well, it's confusing yeah, okay. because they're stupid. All right. That, that's, that's fair That's the enough. confusing thing. Fair enough. They don't want to be legally married anymore because they... Because... They don't believe that anyone should be allowed to get married, and therefore the sanctity of their marriage will be corrupted by other people who love each other. By them being married, and so they're punished. Just because they're same sex. So in their minds, they're punishing everyone by... They're punishing everyone by divorcing. By divorcing, because that's going to upset everyone that they were... Yeah. Well, Nick Jensen, hurts just trying to talented, this out. talented writer he is, he said, uh, Our view is that marriage is a fundamental order of creation, part of God's human history. Human history. Marriage is the union of a man and a woman before community in the sight of God, and marriage of any couple is important to God, regardless of whether the couple recognizes God's involvement or authority in it. But then why are they getting a divorce if that's really what they believe? I know, it's exactly opposite of what they believe. That's why I wanted to read this, because it's yeah. so confusing, and it's everywhere. And I love it, because... I love when stupid people make these proclamations and think that they're being, like, smarter than everybody else. Yeah. And really, they just seem like idiots. Right. You know? Uh, So in the piece, Nick Jensen uh, goes on to describe the intervention of the state into marriages as odd and says that he and his wife refuse to recognize uh, recognize the government's regulation of marriage if its definition includes same-sex couples, because that's your business. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of effort and... That's a lot of energy they expend on being stupid. It's a lot of energy they also expend on thinking that people care. Yeah, that mm. that too. Like, nobody cares. I mean... <laughs> they sit at home thinking everyone's going to pay attention to us now because of this... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, he goes on... Uh, yeah, so uh, Mr. Jensen goes uh, on to conclude the article saying that he and his wife, quote, know they are not alone in their decision to divorce and protest. <sighs> that just sounds... Nobody ex- went... Like, it's not... It boggles my mind. See, you, you can't get wrapped up in it you because... You can't wrap your mind around it because you're not winning anything. No. What are you... In fact, don't you have to pay, like, more taxes if you're not married? Well, I, what I mean is you can't get wrapped up in trying to understand their stupidity. No, I know, but I'm because saying, Because it's like, just going to frustrate you. They're ultimately shooting themselves in the foot financially and everything. <laughs> in a million different ways. In a they're, million they're, different ways. But nobody else... No no one cares. Um, it just seems to me that... That kind of mentality, whatever it is they're trying to figure out there, that just sounds exhausting to like sit at home and like, I got to find something to be mad about. Ooh, I don't have enough real problems. I'm going to be mad about those people. Eddie said, uh, Eddie in the chat says they did get radio professionals in America to talk about them. It's That's true. true. It's yeah, but so not in the, probably not in the way they want. Yeah, it's not. It's just mind boggling. Like, you're, that's like me saying, like, I'm going to cut off all my hair despite people that have long hair. How does that affect you? It doesn't affect anybody. No. Except for yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there you have it, my friends. That's his, your what? It's called World of Crazy for a reason. And that, my friends, is your entire world of crazy. That is a lot of crazy. That was a lot of crazy. That was a lot of crazy. There's a lot of crazy in here, too. There is. You look a little crazy. Well, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Holding it together. All right. Sure. 
I can see the cracks, but you are still glued. You know, I got to glue myself back together pretty mm-hmm. well here. Got to pretty gotta soon. Fake it till you make it. I got a lot of faking it this here to do. Um, all right, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Yes. 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 Simon in the chat said he's going to shave his head to protest man buns. Man <laughs> buns really has become a thing, isn't it? Yes. My hair's long enough now. I probably could do that. I would never do that. I don't mind. Other people's hair doesn't bother me. Do whatever you want. I'm saying me personally. I don't think I would ever do it. Well, you're not very stylish. What are you saying? I'm I'm stylish enough that I could do that. Well, I'm saying you have to feel one way or another about man buns to do a man bun, and I don't think that. I, I... I'm stylish. Okay. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. You know you can tell someone's stylish balls when they claim to be stylish. People say I'm funny. <laughs> People say I should be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, never mind. I'm not going to say something. Don't even. All right. First up in ball talk, I do have something that's not... The greatest story, but uh, I do have to bring it up. So we know there's been a lot of people that have been passing away. Celebrities. Christopher Lee passed away. We don't even need to get into that one, but, um, you know, he was obviously fantastic. Everyone knows how. 93 years. He was 93 years old, though, so that's that's a good, solid life. Like, that's one where you just celebrate life. And I think Aaron wrote something that was pretty good about that, too. Uh, But somebody else that just passed away, actually right before we went on air today, which is June 11th, 2015, was the passing of a WWE legend, Sarah. Yes. And that is the passing of one Dusty Rhodes. He's just a common man. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, WWF legend, uh, has passed away today. He was uh, he was never like my favorite wrestler, but he was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like his whole thing was he had this uh, really really big lisp. And he was whole, all about the hard-working men of America and people. Oh, yeah, wasn't he? Weren't you saying he was like the He's, American dream? The, yeah, the American dream. <laughs> that was his name. He was, the, he was the blue-collar guy. And then him and his lady, Sapphire, who was his, uh, his, his lady. That's amazing. And they'd always do this dance in the ring after they won. So Dusty Rhodes has passed away today. Um, he was, I think, 69 years old. Wow. So he's a lot older than I thought. That's for, in wrestling years. In wrestling years. That's, that's like 110. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, exactly. So uh, Dusty Rhodes passing away. Just wanted to, to let everybody know he was he was a good one. I have some friends, some wrestling fan friends who are sad about this. Yep. Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire. Including you. I mean, I know that you watched it all the time when you were a kid. And you, I did. Yeah. He yeah, was, you were a fan he was an 80s, 80s wrestler. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he was he was one of the, the big the big guys in it. Like I said, he was never like my favorite wrestler, but he was always there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Moving on to ball talk. I, I want somebody to make a, oh my God, I just thought of this. I need somebody to make a Dusty Rhodes a fan song, but do it to John Denver's Country Roads. Dusty Dust Rhodes, Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes. You've gone home to the place. <laughs> I have to do it in like <laughs> With the lisp and everything. With the lisp. <laughs> oh, wow. There, who knows? Maybe there are some fan, Dusty Rhodes fan songs out there. There, there very well could be. We'll see what we can find. <laughs> All right. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, a couple of other things. Just uh, just kind of bringing up a couple of, couple of sports issues. Uh, the Blackhawks. And this is just things that you need to know so that way you, you're well aware of everything that's going on. The uh, Cleveland and Golden State pick up their series tonight in the NBA Finals. So it'll be game four. 
and that'll be happening this Ooh, evening I'm where excited. Cleveland is up two to one. One thing of note that I did not realize. Is it in Cleveland again? It is in Cleveland. Okay. It is in Cleveland. Oh, it's two two one one, right? Two two one one one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so right now it's in Cleveland. If they win, they go up three to one. No NBA team has ever come back from a three to one deficit in games um, to win the finals. So if Cleveland wins tonight, it would take. Uh, Something that's never happened before for Golden State mm. to actually win the NBA Finals. Oh. So it's a big game. Golden State has to win tonight, essentially. Uh, however, one thing that, that was of note that I thought was kind of odd. So Kyrie Irving is the star point guard for, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He is not playing because he got injured in the first game. He's out for the whole series. However, he has a Friends tattoo. Like Friends, the television show. And it's just, just kind of come out because a reporter noticed it when he was doing a press conference. On his forearm, he's got the Friends logo tattooed down the side of his forearm. That's kind of awesome. (laughs) And he was asked about it, and he he really, he didn't try to hide it or anything. Obviously, he's got a giant tattoo of it. He's like, yeah, I was just a big fan of it. I mean, he said it came on air when he was like 12, but he said everybody he knew watched it, and so he just, he loves the show, like loves Friends, so much so that he got a tattoo of the Friends logo on his forearm. I'm eventually going to get some sort of uh, small Twin Peaks tattoo. Oh, wow. Really? Really. You're going to get a Twin Peaks tattoo? Mm -hmm. All right. What are you going to get? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. It's going to be a welcome to Twin Peaks on your forehead or something yes, like that? Yes, it's going to be welcome to Twin Peaks on my forehead. Okay. No, right, right across my boobs. Yeah, welcome, welcome to, to Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. <laughs> and then I'm going to get them tattooed to look like mountains. Moving on in ball talk. The Chicago Blackhawks uh, tied up their series with the Tampa Bay Lightning in the NHL. Uh, playoffs, and I, I I have gotten some feedback because I asked yesterday why hockey fans because I'm not I'm not a big NHL guy, um, so I don't know as much. I, I do know what the original six is, and that's the original six teams. Um, why people hate Tampa Bay so much, and it's because it's uh, it's a team that's in the South. They're not part of the original six, and they don't view the South as hockey fans. Uh, okay, they're not real. It's not real hockey. Sure. So that's why people hate Tampa Bay. Okay. I respect it. It's not my... Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm, I'm an outsider on this you have one. A, you have no dog in the fight? NBA, I will explain everything to you, but mm-hmm. uh, NHL, no. I, not your I, place I, to explain. Not my place to explain. Nope. So that's that's apparently why a lot of people don't like Tampa Bay. However, the series is tied 2-2-2. Two, two, two. All right. And finally, in ball talk, we have this, speaking of NHL. So the Phoenix Coyotes, which is a team, they play in... Uh, well, no, it's Arizona Coyotes now, excuse me. Uh, they, they play in Glendale. Their city council just voted to nullify the contract they had with the city, or they had with the team, over the stadium. So mm. they, they nullified the contract, which means the Arizona Coyotes could either appeal that or they could just pick up and move somewhere else. And there are four cities that are being mentioned as possibilities, some with stronger possibilities than others. Uh, Quebec, um, uh, Seattle. Las Vegas and Portland. Oh, mentioned as a possibility. Bum, bum, bum. Well, the one thing that Portland has is we have the facility, the Rose Garden set up for it, and we have an owner if he was if he's interested. If Paul Allen wanted to, he has the money, he has the means, he could set it up right there in the Rose Garden. I mean, he it's ready to go. Oh yeah, because they almost brought the uh, Penguins. Uh, to to Portland in the late '90s, but then Mario Lemieux bailed them out. So I mean, it's ready to go. All it depends on is if one man, it's if Paul Allen, one man, one man, to if Paul Allen all. were to say, "I will cut you this check," um, then probably it could happen. So that's that's kind of in the speculation right now of whether or not he'll pull the trigger on it and bring NHL hockey 
to Portland. And I will say this. I'll make this proclamation. If NHL hockey does come to Portland, I am going to become a hockey fan. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's interesting. It's just I don't watch it that much. Well, it's not on television that much. And the Winterhawks. I've I just seen the Winterhawks. Yeah, I can't I, get into the Winterhawks. I know. I, did, I, I totally agree. But I, I like it. I I enjoy watching hockey in person. Yeah. It's fun. And, and I the enjoy the Winterhawks games. It's, yeah. But it's not the same as NHL. Absolutely. You know. No, I totally would go and see NHL games in a heartbeat. Like, as much as I love going to see NBA games, like, they're so freaking expensive now. Yeah. And to have another option for another, like, sport to watch that might or might not be more affordable, I would think that it would be a little more It'll affordable. It'll probably be more affordable because I, the Coyotes suck. Yeah. So if they were to come to Portland, they would be a bad team, mm. So which means the tickets would probably be cheaper. Done and done. I'm a yeah. hockey fan. Oh, I would absolutely yeah. uh, be interested <laughs> in that. So we'll see. All Basically, comes down to Paul Allen. I mean, he's got some other people that will try to bid for it, but Paul Allen is the deciding Keelan guy. in the chat says, uh, we'll keep people from saying Blazers. It's the only thing we've got. <laughs> <laughs> and the Timbers. But, and know. the Timbers. Um, Simon says, would they change the name? I bet they I would guess so. Probably. Yeah. Probably. They'd probably want to rebrand the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I would think so. Well, anyway, that's that's one of the possibilities. So there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Game day player, you did real good, Greg. Thank you, Sarah. Real yep, good. I apologize, you faked everyone. Faked it real well. I faked it real well. Mm. Well, I got a lot of other stuff to do here this I afternoon. I know you too. do. Well, uh, before we do take off, we do have a birthday today yes. that we'd like to bring up, and it is for the ever so lovely Miss Denise, aka Minarita. It is her birthday. We wanted to wish you a very, very, very happy birthday. Happy birthday. That's a lady. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Have you lost it? I, I'm close. Has this been when Greg Nibbler loses his mind? He's gone a little bit too far. Has he gone too far? Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are fantastic. Of note, tomorrow on the show, uh, live at uh, sometime around 9 or 9.30 a.m. So Pacific Between 9 time, and 9.30, yeah. Uh, we will have Todd Glass stopping by the Mr. studio. Mr. Todd Glass will be coming in. Todd Glass. So Todd's going to be coming back in. It's been a little while since we've had him in, on the show, so he'll be here on tomorrow's episode. Oh, goodness. We have one more uh, birthday, too. We do? We do, because it's Carrie's daughter's birthday as well. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, and I know that sometimes she lets them listen to it. So if she okay. hears this, Anna, happy 15th birthday. Happy oh my birthday. God, 15. Yes. Oh, wow. All right. Happy birthday, Anna. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Awesome. All right. Uh, you guys are fantastic. We really, really do appreciate you listening into our show. Um, absolutely do. And there's another show that I do, too, called Trends with Benefits, Digital Trends Podcast. Uh, digital, might be where he's running to now. Might be where I'm going. Digitaltrends.com slash podcast, where you can find out all that information. Let and them all know how awesome you think Greg is as a host and a, a wrangler over there. Thank you. That would be awesome. That would, that be, would great. be fantastic. That would really help him out. It really he would. He wouldn't ask for himself, so I'm asking you. Well, thank you. Uh-huh. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's digital. DigitalTrends.com slash podcasts. <laughs> Make sure I had that right. Podcasts with an S. I think we're going to be broadcasting live on uh, Periscope this afternoon. Too. Awesome. Oh, we're going to hit up Periscope right after this. Yeah, we will. Too. We will. All so right. follow us on Twitter at Fun Imp Radio, and we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.
zwei, drei, rach. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> 